Welcome to the Ideal Network Radio Show on Building Fortunes Radio with your hosts Darlene Sartori and Peter Mingles. Make sure you check us out by clicking on the Ideal Network Radio Show link on buildingfortunesradio.com. That's www.buildingfortunesradio.com. The short version of the word ideal in Ideal Network stands for I do everything around life, love, liberty, and laughter. And there's much more. Thanks for listening in and share this with the people that are most important to you. Now on to our show with Darlene Sartori and Peter Mingles. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Peter Mingles here. You're listening to us on Building Fortunes Radio. It's www.buildingfortunesradio.com. For anybody that might be unfamiliar with my voice, my name is Peter Mingles. We've been hosting this radio show with Darlene Sartori for a super-duper long time. It's one of our longest-running radio shows. We do this on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. That would be 4 p.m. on the central side for those people listening in. And the way this whole thing got started, if you're new, is that Darlene was a customer of ours as a referral from a satisfied customer. And one thing led to another, and we started talking about a whole bunch of stuff. And in the process of talking about our whole bunch of stuff, we said, you know, when we started the radio show, I'd like to have you do a platform with us on Building Fortunes Radio. And we started to do that where it made some sense for us to be able to kind of post some of the things that Darlene was doing, building a home-based business. And it's kind of evolved into being almost like a documentary, if you will, a memoir of different things that happen in her life, our life, what's going on in the industry. And in 2024, I know she's lining up some things to be able to take that next path of whatever she might be working on. So whether it's um, helping out the local community or people in her family or people um, on, you know, in the Internet or helping out the globe, who knows? We're doing everything on Building Fortunes Radio. So having said that, Darlene, thanks for being here on your own radio show. Well, thank you very much. Well, I'm going to uh, go back through and kind of pick up some little pieces from um, the last show of the year when I talked about uh, inheriting Jasmine the dog. Uh, And uh, so that's uh, been working out pretty well. Only uh, she seemed like that uh, she liked uh, spending more time down the uh, the hill with uh, the kids and so the kids kind of got to where, yeah, well, I just saw her stay the night. And I said, okay, all right. So I was almost getting attached to her uh, when, you know, it seemed like that was something that she was wanting to gravitate more to. And I said, well, sure, why not? No big deal. Uh, if it's okay uh, with you, well, We've got basically two big dogs out here. We call Duke is the male, and and uh, then uh, that guy we inherited uh, during the year uh, last year, uh, and now Jasmine, and now they're both staying down at the double Y as we call it down the hill. Uh, but Jasmine um, seems to uh, gravitate more towards that house, and now Duke seems like he's wanting to gravitate up here. And it's like, okay, make up your mind, folks. Where do you want to stay? <laughs> so we've just gotten to the point that, okay, whichever dog ends up in whichever house at the night, we just uh, let uh, each other know that, hey, I've got Duke and you got Jasmine or vice versa, because the two dogs seem to keep things riled up when they're in the same house. So we're kind of working our way with the animals and the kids. And then uh, I inherited uh, another uh, 
having to help out uh, my granddaughter, one granddaughter, uh, with a couple of her kids um, and so that she could deal with some of her health issues. And so I ended up with um, with two of the granddaughters. One is uh, seven years old and the other one's 14. So, um, you know, I'm kind of getting help and getting them up in the morning and making sure they get to bed on time and et cetera, et cetera. Well, this morning, Angel decided, the seven-year-old decided she didn't want to go to school. Uh, and she has been home. She uh, was sick uh, two days last week. Um, and so with a sore throat and ear infection. So um, uh, and she was on antibiotics, so she didn't go to school those two days. And I guess she decided it was much more fun to stay home and work on things here uh, with uh, great-grandma. And uh, so anyway, we had a little bit of a challenge this morning with getting her um, to go to school. And um, so one of these times uh, when we get to really thinking about what are we really doing with our children on our planet and are these things really working best for them? Well, this is one of those situations where um, these are two alpha girls. And if you don't know what I mean by alpha girls is they they basically are aloners. They like to be by themselves. They don't like to deal with uh, siblings or with other people. And so they don't fit into the school system too well. Um, but um, anyway, their mother had started doing some homeschooling with, uh, with them, uh, and they were doing pretty good with that until the CPS uh, decides that uh, – Oh, you don't need to be, you know, you don't need to be uh, uh, dealing, uh, take, these kids need to be back in school. And say they got a judge order to order them back into school. And this is having some very much adverse effect on these girls. So this brings me back to talking about the chaplain's course and some of the things that I feel like that our planet is going to have to deal with. Uh, if we're ever going to have peace and prosperity on this planet as a standard um, methodology. Uh, and this is why I, I feel like sometimes some of these things happen in order to point us that we are in the right direction or we're in the wrong direction. So as we begin this uh, now third Wednesday of the month, I mean of the year, and of the month too, uh, that we need to really pay very close attention to who we are actually listening to and who we're working with. And if you're following the um, the uh, beginnings of the uh, election cycle uh, with the first Iowa caucus, you're going to hear that, you know, Donald Trump, you know, is very much, um, you know, looks like he's going to be the front runner on the Republican side. Um, and this gets us back into the politics side of what's going on on our planet. And so the things that we are dealing with are everyday situations that are affected by those at the top. And you know that I help out a lot with, um, uh, with homelessness and with uh, challenges with those who are having challenges trying to help them to be able to um, uh, develop a, a better lifestyle for themselves. Um, and so fortunately, we're not in the big city areas where we are being uh, um, flooded with undocumented aliens and et cetera being in our planet or in our, in our area. 
uh, and we are, but we are, we've got to watch what we're doing on our planet uh, so that we can be a little more cautious of how our choices, either locally or at the top levels of our governing system, don't adversely affect our families. And this is where I'm seeing so much of the court systems and the people in charge of the schools and the children and et cetera are really adversely affecting our children. So I think it's one of these areas that we're going to really need to double down on this chaplain's course and begin looking at how we can be able to uh, bring about some very positive influences on some people in the communities who are good leadership, who have these leadership skills uh, that could help us to make better choices um, in both who we put into office that are elected and who we are hiring. And so a lot of times, a lot of things don't change because a lot of these people are actually hired by the uh, governing system in our state or our federal or our local area. Uh, and I think this is something that we have put on the back burner in our planet, uh, especially in the U.S. Well, somebody else can do it better than me. Let them do it. They're getting paid for it. And then pretty soon it's just a job uh, that they really don't stop and think about how they are truly affecting these people's lives for the rest of their lives. And this is what I feel like is happening with two of the great granddaughters right now is people are making choices that do not fit into their um, their psyche, with their uh, uh, DNA code, with their uh, their dynamics. And this is why, why I, you know, we've really got to stop and think about what we are doing, why we're doing it. So I'm going to go back to where um, I began the first of the year and the last part of the year is really talking about your library that you have in your home. Uh, and also, how often do you go to a public library and browse the bookstore, uh, the books, and find uh, what might be of interest for you to, uh, to read or learn from? So this is some place that I feel like that uh, we are not using enough of our intellect that we should be of actually looking at who has uh, written about a specific problem that we might be dealing with that might give us some guidance and et cetera, and learning how to choose people to work with that will help you to achieve a desirable result in your life and affect the good uh, life for the children to be able to have a good life. So as we began uh, doing this, I wanted to go back to, again, where I started this the, uh, this year with those three books that I think are extremely helpful is The, the, two, the two Old Women. Uh, that's the Alaskan story of two uh, Native American uh, women who made a major difference in um, the uh, the life of their tribe being able to survive as they were being put out, abandoned, and they were able to survive. So what are you doing to uh, have your life to be able to survive and thrive? What is it that you've gone through some real hard times that can help other people to learn? So that's one of the books. And I did discover that there is going to be a new ver or a version that's going to be released in April of a recording of this book uh, by, uh, uh, and I think it releases April the 24th, I think was when it said it was going to be released. 
But I did go on the Internet, and I did find that in uh, YouTube that you can type in two old women uh, audio, and it will bring up a lady that is reading the book. So if you're a type of person like me who likes to listen to books, audio books, um, along with the written, this is a good thing to look and see if the books that you are using have an audio version. And then, of course, the other book that I very much uh, have as number two is Outwitting the Devil. And uh, if we comprehend that, uh, it's very important for us to know uh, how to avoid those things that are not life-empowering. So that we need to find people that have been there, done that, have written and given us some guidelines on some of the choices that we should know about is whenever uh, you know that there is a certain dynamic that people who are evil, uh, that are trying to control and manipulate you, uh, how they work. What is their, their, their modus operandi? You know, what is it that their method of operation is that they use to trick and deceive you? Uh, and, you know, a lot of times it's flattery or it's um, making you feel like you're doing uh, okay when in reality you're really not doing okay. So we need to look at what is in our library. And so Napoleon Hill's books are ones that I really uh, highly uh, recommend. He has done a really, did a really great job of writing a lot of good books, Think and Grow Rich. Um, and the other book that I liked that I started using many years ago, as you can tell for how tattered it is, is Napoleon Hill's Positive Action Plan. In his 365 meditations, um, one for each day of the year, that keeps you focused plus the uh, the part of the month, each month is donate, uh, dedicated towards uh, to the different topic. So that then kind of helps you guide you to look for books on that topic also. So it gives you some guidance there. I also have found um, that there is uh, the action plan is also another one to follow it up with is Napoleon Hill's Thought of the Day which actually gets can be sent to you by email if you subscribe. And so you can go to naphill.org for Napoleon Hill's uh, website, and you'll be able to find the link. If you just type, if you want the book, you just type in Positive Action Plan in the search bar, and it'll take you up to where the book is, is listed there, so it's still available as many years ago as it is. Um, I think it was 2015 or maybe when this one was put out. But um, anyway, that's a really good um, se- uh, session is to have those two sources, is actually have the printed form and then Napoleon Hill's Thought of the Day, which you can have it sent to you by going to Napoleon Hill's site, naphill.org and then forward slash tftd slash or dash rather sign up okay for the sign up and you can actually just look at the menu on the top of napoleon hill's uh site the naphill.org site and uh, look at the drop down menus and you'll have it where it says the thought of the day and you sign up and then you can actually go and find that they actually had them posted every day online 
at nap.naphill.org forward slash category, C-A-T-E-G-O-R-Y forward slash and then T-F-T-D, and it'll actually show you what is actually there on the list, and you can go back all the way to the very beginning. And so these are two resources that I think are very, very good for you to have to keep your brain focused on things that are positive and that will give you some insight to keeping your positive mental attitude. Because just as when this morning's life didn't go too well, I kept a positive mental attitude. And um, I ended up being able to um, to eventually figure out how to get her to go into the school because once I got her into the car, her mother left because she had to get her other daughter to school so she wouldn't be late for school. Um, and, uh, and then uh, I found I got found an angel out in the uh, where she was hiding and um, anyway got her right now the very very cold air into the car and then uh, got her to the school and then she refused to go into the school uh, and uh, and then I the, the assistant principal came out and he tried to talk her in uh, to going in and um, uh, he wasn't having any success, and of course they cannot put their hands on the children. So uh, here I am sitting there, and he's he's standing outside the car, and we're both trying to encourage her to go and have fun and etc. And uh, I said, "What is it that? What is the one thing that I could do to help you to to make up your mind to go to school today? Is there one thing that I could do and give you? What is it?" And she said, "Maggie." I said, oh, okay. Maggie is uh, one of the uh, great-granddaughters also that goes to school, and she's in the kindergarten there. Um, and I said, well, I think that could be arranged, can't it? And I looked at the vice principal, and, and he says, I think it could. I think she could probably have breakfast with her. And I said, is that good enough for you to get out and be happy and start the day? And so she got out and walked in. Okay, so it's a matter of sometimes you've just got to go through and what is it that will help this child to make a better decision. Uh, and because when they're extremely stubborn, and sometimes we are that stubborn person, we just will not make the changes, the new choices that will make our life a better uh, path. So um, now I'm going to add to this the next um, book, that I might have mentioned on the the last of the year on Talking Back, the last one of Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose. So my question is, what is your life purpose? You know, do you know what you're really desiring to do with your life? And are you making the choices will that align with that? And so look for people that are helping with helping you to awaken, number one, to your life purpose. What are you supposed to be doing here? And what's happening with our children in the school system is they're not getting an alignment with what their life purpose is. They're not happy with the situation, and they haven't learned how to adapt yet to be able to do things that are not specifically to their liking at the moment. Uh, And we are raising an entire civilization of children who are not a generation of children who are not really aligning with their life's purpose. They don't see that memorizing math and memorizing uh, this and that that is going to help them in any way 
they're not connecting with the real world. And I think this is the reason we're having such a high level of teen suicides. Um, and we're also having a lot of dysfunction in our families because we are not looking at things in a reality-based manner. And so as we go forward, I'd like to hear some feedback from those who are listening about things that you are using in your home to help you to be able to uh, create a better atmosphere for your children. And what can we be making changes in our school system, our education system that will create more people that can make a better world to live in? And remember that I've talked often about the dynamic of the ideal network. Because as I began to realize just how dysfunctional this this planet was getting, instead of getting better, it started getting worse. Because there were some times that we had some really good time um, that was peace and prosperity was seems to be really flourishing. And then all of a sudden, it started going backwards again. And so when we began to realize that as the family goes, so goes the civilization. So if we will focus on one factor, we will change our entire world in one generation time to get really being sustainably prosperity and happiness and joy on this planet. We will eliminate many of the problems that we are dealing with today if we will put our focus back on what exactly does our family need to have in order to be able to create children that grow up and become functioning adults that really are living their life's purpose. You know, whether it would be in the sciences, whether it would be in aeronautics, whether it be in astronomy, whatever it might be, the sooner you learn about it from a child, begin by watching their habits. What do they love to do? Are they artistically inclined? Are they musically inclined? Are we providing people with what they're really good at and then can make that into their career? Uh, so I think that we need to really start thinking a little more deeply about the choices that we are making in our own lives and in those of our children's lives to really make a difference in our families. Because if we are true, if it really is true, as a family goes, so goes the civilization, which true, it, it has been proven from history on back. It's what we do in our families that make a difference. And uh, this is that level of attachment. There's another book that is part of the chaplain's course uh, that is still available, and it's called Jesus CEO, Using Ancient Wisdom by Visionary Leaders for Visionary Leadership. Jesus CEO, Using Ancient Wisdom for Visionary Leadership. And it's by Laura Beth Jones. L-A-U-R-I-E, Beth, B-E-T-H, Jones, J-O-N-E-S. And all you have to do is type that into your search bar on your Internet, and it'll take you to the Amazon where you can get this. And this is a very good book uh, for guidance about how to be able to develop visionary leadership. Because I think this is maybe where our parents are having some challenge in today's world is how to be an effective leader, an effective steward in your family. And so this is another area that I feel like is very, very important for 
for you to gain some of these leadership skills if you really um, feel like that your children are not uh, being richly blessed uh, with making wise choices and et cetera. Maybe it's our own leadership style that is creating uh, some challenges. And then I did mention a book um, by James R. Watkins, uh, and so that, that needs to be a part of it, A New Revelation, Exploring the Urantia Book. And so it's very, very important for you to have that book as a guideline to get started. So start looking at your library. Start paying attention to what's on your bookshelf. Um, what is it you've been feeding your brain and your mind? Uh, is it things that are really going to help you and your family grow with grace, elegance, and ease? Uh, are there solutions right there on your bookshelf or on the Internet that you could find that would be helpful helping you to make better choices. Because as we go forward, it's hard to believe this is the third Wednesday in 2024. I mean, I can't even begin to, what happened? I mean, wow, look at how fast this year has already gone. This is the 17th of January already of 2024. Wow, there is so much that we've already accomplished. We've made some lots of of, uh, choices and I'm very pleased with the choices that we've been making uh, of shifting on the tier ones. Uh, there are some changes we made. If you work with me day in and day out, you know this. There's some programs that I no longer work front line with and that I pick up in working with other ones that are much more value creative for me to be able to achieve the desired results that I'm wanting for this year. Um, it, you know, we do a, a, a lot of movement in this first three months until we get to March. When we get to March, we're really marching forward. We really pick up steam, and so we have to really lay some really sound foundations for us to be able to build on. And so that's what you have to do in your family. That's what you have to do in your workplace. Every place that you're doing is you have to create sound fam, uh, foundations to build on. And sometimes you have to reach out to other people who have already done this or have done something similar that you can learn from. Uh, And I had an awesome um, conversation yesterday with one of my grandsons uh, who came by and who hadn't been out here for a while to visit with me, uh, that we had a really, really great conversation. In fact, I think what started out to be a an hour conversation ended up being a several hour conversation where we did a lot of planning and ideas and et cetera. And so these are things that we really need to find out what the next generations need and how we might be able to help them with the expertise that we have in our generation as the older generation. And so if you happen to be a third or fourth generations that are living on the planet right now, uh, it's very important for us to look at the history that we made with choices, and we were able to see when you're, uh, you know, in your 70s, your 80s, 90s, uh, is to look back and see what a last century has gotten us. And it's going to help us to make better choices by looking at history. So if you're, if you're not a history buff, maybe go to the History Channel and see if you can find some things on the History Channel that will guide you there. So I see we're getting down to the bottom of the hour. Is there anything you want to add, Peter? Yeah, yikes. Well, there's been a whole bunch of things that I would want to jump in while you were doing your thing, but I didn't jump in because I didn't want to be distracting. But um, I, first of all, great information. Love the story about your great-granddaughters 
and um, probably on a side note, we'd want to talk a little bit about probably the distractions a lot of people are having as an unintended consequence by locking people down, not letting their kids go to a regular school for a year or two in a row, and now have them get comfortable with not going to school, and quite honestly, trying to figure out why should they go to school. So as a kid or a teenager and wondering what the hell's going on and everything else, it, I think we created a whole bunch of issues for ourselves. So maybe we can talk about that a little bit later on, how it might have affected your or other people's households. But for those people that want to get in touch with you before we're out of time, how do they get in touch with you? Okay, my phone number, 812-664-7419. And of course, uh, you know that we've got the idealnetwork.biz site. And we've got the idealadsnetwork.com site. And we've got the new one now, the idealnetwork.info site, which I unfortunately have not done as I carried forward. I was going to be posting some things, so I need to catch up uh, on how to use that new site. So there's lots of ways to catch up with me. Excellent. Okay, good. So we're going to catch everybody next week. If you go back to buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash ideal, you'll be able to pick up this and then check out the new website, idealnetwork.info. Over time, that'll be filled up too. We'll see everybody next week. You've been listening to the Ideal Network Radio Show on buildingfortunesradio.com. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the buildingfortunesradio.com website to hear more statements with Darlene Sartori and Peter Meagle. Darlene encourages everyone to join the Ideal Network so you can say, I live the ideal life, where I do everything around life, love, liberty, and laughter. It's been our privilege to have you listen in. Darlene, Peter, and I want to say thanks for listening and ask you to spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world. 